0: What's going on, everybody? This episode of The Dear America Podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Black Rifle Coffee. Uh, I love Evan, Matt, Jared, all those guys. I- i've I've known them for over six years now. And uh, they just went public. they're they're doing amazing things. And every single day they're giving, hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars a year to veterans uh they also just doubled down on joe rogan's budget uh really supporting uh the first amendment and free speech and i appreciate that some people got some beef with black rifle i don't care uh they're good friends to me and this entire country is based around uh, not everybody thinking the same way that you do. And here's what I know. They've been loyal to me. I'm going to be loyal to them. Uh, they're a great group of guys. They're doing stuff for the military community. And their coffee is amazing. It really is. It actually really is good. They're ready to drink. Uh, coffee is what gets me through the day every single day. And that is the truth. So, support a military-owned Uh, coffee company that has actually made it and everybody is a hater because they're not them but we love those guys and we're thankful for them their friendship and now their sponsorship on the podcast go to blackriflecoffee.com today
1: sign up to the economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology
0: All right, hey, what up, hey. what up, what up, America? Ah, welcome to Monday's edition of the Dear America Podcast. We made it, we're here, yeah! Ooh, a double button push. Oh, yeah. This ah, a triple button push. This is a serious moment. Wow, I don't think we've ever had a triple button push open moment. In the history of this show. Um, a,
2: I'm impressed by myself right now.
0: I'm super glad to be back in studio. Um, thank you guys for the responses from Friday's episode. Um, you know, you never really know, because this, this show, we, we, we kind of like, you know, lively and all this other stuff. And, and so last... Episode, I really just kind of wanted to take it a little more serious, right? And uh, you never know how people are going to respond, but I think it turned out to be a pretty good episode. And um, thank you guys very much. I will say thank you guys so much. We were looking at it. So this week we've got four episodes to do this week. Uh, The month it's not over, and this is already our most downloaded month ever. (laughs)
2: What a roll. Man,
0: it's five. Five. Five sound effects already. Uh, so thank you guys so much. So continue to share this podcast. Uh, continue to give us five stars. Continue to leave reviews. It really does help. And, and you know, we're putting so much of a focus on the show this year uh, because Facebook's just garbage these days. Big I mean, garbage. you just can't. You can't do anything. I post a video of of Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith, a million views like that, uh, I try to talk about Jesus and it's just nothing. <laughs> and so uh, I, that's why I like the podcast. We can have actual conversations. Mm-hmm. So I, we're either going to call this episode The Slap Heard round the World or, uh, I don't know, something like uh, Will Smith is... Uh, Will Smith's marriage is open to everything except jokes. I don't know. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> somewhere in there, uh, we're, we're going to figure it out. So you'll know by the time you listen to this which one we picked. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm going to break down what happened last night um, with the Oscars. But before we do that, we've really got to talk about This has been a weird morning. So first of all, I was in Texas over the weekend. I got to do a men's breakfast at the House Fort Worth. So if you live in Texas, man, I got to suggest you got to go check out the House Fort Worth uh, in the DFW area. They, man, they got it going on there. I mean, you know, I've been to a few churches now, and man, it's bumping up in there. Like it, like... You want to talk about, uh, this was like a six day notice, six day notice idea. Right. And in, in speaking world, that's like, oh, (laughs) because you know, you know, Donald Trump gives two to three week notices, you know what I'm saying? And so you just never know, man, I'd say 500 dudes showed up for the men's breakfast on a Saturday at That's like 9 a.m. in the morning? Yeah, man. I mean, especially for like a six-day notice. I truly believe we're definitely gonna do it again. I truly believe that if we had like a whole month to advertise for it, I think we'd pack the church out. I really do. Yep. And and so, man, you wanna talk about it was awesome. Like these man, we had like dude push-up competitions. There was an axe throwing contest, uh, but then there was like worship, man, and 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 so there's just something, and I and I realize a lot of our audience is female. Mm-hmm. I realize that. And and I believe that church and the movement and, and, and revival in America, it starts with the men. For mm-hmm. so long, women have been carrying the torch yeah. for their families from the spiritual, you know, and biblical. Aspect And that's not biblical, actually. It's supposed to be the men. And so it was really, really something. And I know that some of you aren't Christian that listen to this podcast, but you know what? This is my show. So either way, there was something so cool about seeing like dudes, like legitimate, tatted up, like dudes, just hands in the air, worshiping God like it was man it was something like really powerful man because you know like it's not the cool thing for dudes to be vulnerable like that right like like as men were like no, nah. we can't yeah. show
2: emotion Yeah, right? we
0: can't show emotion to anybody and um anyway I had such an amazing conversation and, and I think I'm gonna do a breakout episode um probably this week because what ended up spawning through that conversation was something I think I'm going to title dropping the Cape. And what I mean by that is I started talking about, and this is what I love about. <laughs> it's going to sound bad. This is what I love about myself. <laughs> uh, but, wow. but, but what I okay. mean is what, what I really mean to say is this is what I love that God helps me do. I have no clue what I'm going to talk about when I walk on stage whether it's 500 people or 35,000 people I have no clue what I'm going to say. I don't have bullet points, I don't have notes. I just don't believe in it because I believe in speaking what it is that I feel. And so I literally, you know, pray a lot of times before I go on there, Lord, you know, whatever it is you want me to say, mm-hmm. just 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 bring it out of me. And anyway, so I think I'm going to title it dropping the cape and 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 i was speaking about it to men but i think it relates to 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 women too and it's regarding uh dropping the superhero act as parents with your kids Ooh, yeah and and you know i think there's a moment with every person when we reach a certain age where we realize that our mom and dad are just you know in my case mike and christy you know, uh, w- what are your parents' names?
2: Daniel and Kim.
0: Yeah, th- there comes a point when you realize, oh, they're just people too.
2: Yeah, yeah. You finally realize it's like, wait, wait. It's a, a, hu- they it's a human miracle I'm up. alive. These they've people been human all along. Yeah,
0: these people had no idea what they were doing at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 I think it's so vital that we drop that superhero thing with our kids mm-hmm. because what happens is. You know, obviously, I don't believe that you should fight in front of your children, you know, and things like that. But but you should explain to your children that, hey, you know, me and your mom had an argument, blah, 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 blah. We worked it out. This, this and that. Because what happens is these kids become adults. They think their parents had the best marriage ever and nothing was ever wrong or their mom and dad were superheroes and then real life hits them or real marriage hits them and they don't know what to do
2: yeah you have to be open and vulnerable with your kids
0: yeah exactly and um anyway so uh, again i don't want to dive too much into it but i think that's what i'm gonna title it uh because man just like everybody like latched on to that like wow like yeah we really should be doing that kind of thing anyway so did that Um, I drove, (laughs) I drove from, uh, Dallas back to, uh, Anderson, South Carolina last night. I apparently murdered a bird on the way and found a bird lodged in the grill. But again, I made it from Dallas. You guys can Google maps this. Okay. I made it from Dallas, Texas to Anderson, South Carolina in 11 and a half hours last night. I got in at 1 30 in the morning last night and I'm right here, baby, to do got a energy too. Show. I'm pumped, dude. I'm I'm ready to go. I took my vitamins this morning. I'm ready to talk. Um but we also found a grizzly discovery here in the office uh, today. Zach, you want to talk about it?
2: Oh man, I'm a little traumatized by it. Yes yeah, so we got I got the office today and uh TMI I was going to the restroom and there is a dead mouse that's just been like gashed by some predator. And it's it was uh, horrifying to witness. And I had to uh, take it out in the trash and stuff. And then later on, we found another baby mouse in the bathroom that is currently still alive. And I guess we have our office manager dealing with the situation right now. But uh, yeah, so walked in on a murder scene of a mouse this morning.
0: This, <clears throat> this house, this house is this mouse's face was like <clears throat> bashed in. Like, like he sent me the picture of it, and I didn't really examine it until I went into the bathroom today and I found a baby mouse. Which obviously means, just so you guys know, we're in like a 150-year-old building in downtown where we live. So this is like, this isn't uncommon stuff in like super old downtown buildings. It's kind of expected. Yeah, like it's kind of expected. It just happens. Um, And so we just need to put out some more rat stuff. But here's the scary thing, okay? I was listening to Crime Junkies on the road. coming back last night and they were talking about ed kemper and all these other people my biggest concern Mm -hmm. is because that big mouse's head was like cracked wide open and then that little baby mouse is just sitting there chilling in the toilet paper bag where like all the toilet paper
2: now we have to get more toilet paper
0: not only do we have to buy a whole new like industrial size thing of toilet paper because that's contaminated we (laughs) my biggest concern is what if that little baby mouse is like a Michael Myers of the mouse world. Like what if that little baby mouse murdered at like a serial killer, the mom and ate half its face. Like what if we're dealing with freaking.
2: That makes me concerned for my safety. A
0: satanic version of mighty mouse in the bathroom as we speak. Mm -hmm. Also, it was super, it was super kind of hilarious. I'm in the men's bathroom and I shriek. And next thing I know... Uh, He's
2: yelling for me.
0: Zach's in there, and then Mari comes in there. <laughs> and, and, like, everybody's in the dude bathroom. Like, Mari's taking a picture of the mouse. I'm sitting there going, kill it! Like, like what are we doing? And, uh, anyway, I, I I went in there for what people normally go to the bathroom for, and I didn't get to do it because everybody took it as a moment of, let's all just go hang out in the men's bathroom and check out the murder uh, baby. But either way... it's been an interesting morning it's
2: been it's been a very interesting
0: um anyway but we've got to talk about the slap heard around the world now the oscars needed something okay they did they needed something they went from averaging 55 million viewers to last year down to 10 the oscars have been tanking and it's even to the point where they're asking like should we even do this thing anymore and i wasn't watching the oscars As I said, I was driving from Texas to South Carolina last night. Too busy murdering birds. Had too many... Yep, exactly. And But, you know, I, in quotations, (coughs) was not on my phone whilst driving down the interstate. Uh, And I couldn't help but notice there was a certain cliff that was just everywhere. And, uh, well, it's the slap heard around the world. But... Before we get into it, we got to get into a spot. All right, guys, Ronald Reagan saw it 40 years ago. Massive inflation that we haven't seen since. Until Joe Biden. In Ronald Reagan's own words, inflation is is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to Joe Biden. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold, to protect the savings that you have, to protect what matters to you and your family, and that is security. When that is why you need to go to Birch Gold and diversify your savings account with gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to the numbers 9898-98 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. You've only got eight days left to purchase with Birch Gold before the end of February, and they will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So do it right now. Text the word GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. You've got no excuse. You're listening to this podcast on your phone as we speak. That's the word GRAHAM to 989898 98 98 now. All right, so let's get into it. So for those of you who don't know, uh, th- there's a lot of debate still going on. I I don't think there's much of a debate. Um, I believe it was real, absolutely. Um, it seemed
2: very real. The
0: you know, There's a lot of people like, oh, it's stage, and, and look how Chris Rock was already expecting a hit and stuff. And I love people who say stupid stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know, we do have these things called instincts, you know? Like, if somebody even like just like fake, you know, lunges at me, and for those of you who are listening on audio, that did absolutely nothing for you because you didn't see what I just did. But, I but, thought. but, but even like, even like people just act like they're fixing to yeah. do something, like, like you flinch, right? Like, mm-hmm. like that quick second. And so I, I have no problems believing like Will Smith's walking up there and Chris Rock sees it like a split second and he just turns to like his face because he knows it's coming. Like like that's that's human nature. Very more often than not, people see they're fixing to get hit, especially if the person's right in front of them, then not. Like like it's very rare that the people who don't see it coming are the people who just just, just get knocked straight out, right? Like, yeah. like like because they're not ready at all. And so I don't think that's a valid argument. And then what I realized was there were two different feeds. So the American feed got cut. Like, like if you watch the feed that was American feed after the hit, literally the audio cuts off like in the, 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 the video still there, but the audio is still off. but leave it to good old Japan, <laughs> um, Japan. Uh, and so I'm fixing to play you the clip. um, And I want you to listen to the exchange that a lot of people didn't hear because they cut the audio. Now there is a Japanese person like overdubbing it, but, but, but you hear what Chris Rock says after, and then you hear what Will Smith says after. And that's the part to me. It's like, this is, this is obviously real. Um, you know, and then Chris Rock knows they're on live television and what's he going to do, you know? And so, all right, yeah, he's so, got to keep his composure. So here's the moment, and um, here's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. Will Smith did it. Keep my wife's name
1: out your <laughs> mouth.
0: Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I.
1: Jane joke. Keep my wife's name <laughs> out your <laughs> No! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> oh, I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay.
0: Okay. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an Oscar out. You hear how, like, frazzled yeah. he is after... And do you hear like how quiet it got in it's there?
2: The awkwardness of it all, and
0: I guess I should have put like an advisory, like yeah, there's cuss words in there. But that's the part that a lot of Americans didn't hear and didn't see because the American feed cut the audio, and uh, it, that's that's just about as real as it gets right there. Yeah. A- and so, um, I think I think I'm going to talk about this from a different perspective today. And so first of all, you know, please let me know. Uh send me an email, graham at dearamerica.com. Let me know if you think it's real or if it's fake. I I don't see how it's fake at all. Like the LA PD has already put out statements that they're aware and you know they talked to Chris Rock if he wanted to press charges, you know, and he declined and, and all this other kind of stuff. And then P Diddy, I didn't even know P Diddy was still around Uh, has verified that Will Smith and Chris Rock have settled it privately um, in the back, which, you know, I don't know any other more just reliable source than P. Diddy in in that regard. So, cool. Um,
2: He's the new fact checker.
0: Let me know what you think. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Do you think that Will Smith's actions— we're justified. So to to put it in perspective, okay, which I think it can be argued whether or not Chris Rock actually knew or not. Uh, apparently, Jada, uh, Will's wife, has alopecia. Mm-hmm. And so she is bald yeah. right now, right? Um. So a lot of people are like, oh, Chris Rock was was talking about her auto or, or her immune disorder or whatnot and and good for Will Smith for defending his wife a that's arguable okay like I didn't know <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean like and and if you watch the whole clip Chris Rock is going through it and that part wasn't scripted like Chris Rock is a comedian that's what he does he's a stand-up comedian. They're standing there in the front row and he literally said w- what he says before he gets slapped is Jada GI Jane 2. I can't wait for the movie to come out. That's like that that's what he says. Yeah. That's it. That's what he says. That's why he literally looks at Will Smith and goes, "Dude, it was a GI Jane joke." And for those of you who haven't seen GI Jane, it was a movie with Demi Moore and she buzzes her hair off to go to like Navy SEALs buds to see if she can make it, right? In my opinion, it was more of a compliment than it was anything else. Uh, Jada is in amazing shape for a woman her age, all that kind of stuff. Either way, it can be argued to death. Was it a joke? Was it inappropriate? Did he know? Did he not know? It's not the first time that Jada has walked around with super short hair. Super short hair. This is something she has done on the regular for years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, is Will Smith's response to go and physically assault Chris Rock? Because that that is what happened. Oh, yeah. it was a slap. You know, That was I mean, a
2: hard slap. Well,
0: either way, either way. Now, granted, would I press charges on a dude that slaps me? No. Um, would I have handled it the way Chris Rock did and just stood there? No. I'd have had my hands around Will Smith's throat, and I'm just being honest. <laughs> I mean, I would have. I'm yeah. not saying I would have won. I'm saying that. There would have been a fight. Chris Rock handled it a lot better than I did. You'd have seen Battle Royale, Brad Pitt, and Robert Pattinson would have had to pull me off of Will Smith and and all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, in my opinion, whether it was an inappropriate joke or not, the bigger man in that situation was actually Chris Rock. Um, Chris Rock could have easily broke composure, and and said, screw it, man. I mean, and especially from a man standpoint, you get slapped by another man, like that's more disrespectful than getting punched by another man. Like you get hit by another man, yeah. I mean, that sucks, but there's a there there is a level of just blatant disrespect when another grown man yeah. slaps another grown man. Like to quote Dave Chappelle and um and Charlie Murphy. I mean, you know, back in the day, people used to slap each other with a glove, but then they'd have a gunfight after that. Like, you know, somebody had to go (laughs) like, like you didn't get to slap somebody without somebody dying after that. You know, one of us is one of us ain't walking out of here after the slap. Um, so here's, here's kind of the direction. I want to talk about this today. Um, Again, you can comment whether or not you believe it was real, whether or not you believe Will Smith was justified. Um, I don't. And, and, and so before I take it the direction I actually want to take it, I want to say why I don't believe it was justified. Um, freedom of speech, the First Amendment protects everything except acts of violence. Right. Mm -hmm. Or 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 speech that would incite violence. Right. Like like, like you just you cannot do that. And and, you know, it doesn't matter if Chris Rock press charges or not. It's the point of if that had been any other situation. Right. If if I attended a concert and somebody knew me and said something about my wife, I didn't like it. I walked on the stage. First of all, I wouldn't have even got to him. I'd have been tackled by security immediately. But let's just say I got to that person, and I slapped the ever-living crap out of him, and I just walked off, and I sat back down in my seat. The answer is no. I would have immediately, the cops would have come and got me and escorted me out of the building. Mm -hmm. Now, whether I went to jail or not is... our you know, debatable, but you're not just gonna be able to just sit there after yeah. something like that and then win an Oscar after it. And that was the that was the craziest part was he starts talking about how God is telling him to be this vessel of light and hope for everybody else. He just slapped a man live on TV, and the 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 actual legal term for slapping a man is physical assault. <laughs> you actually just assaulted somebody, and now you're t- so no. I don't believe it would be justified at all. Do you know how many people talk legitimate crap about my wife every single day, a lot. H- hoping that she gets raped, hoping that she gets sodomized, hoping that she dies? Like, do you know how many people say stuff about Alyssa all the time? If I were to engage with every single person that has ever said anything bad about Alyssa, I'd have been in jail multiple times. There is a certain level of refrain, a certain level of restraint, and a certain level of discipline for a real man. Real men don't slap other people because they said a joke about your wife. Now, if Chris Rock had been legit making fun of her. Ha <laughs> look at her stupid hair because she's got an immune disease. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's that a com- would have been bad. That's a completely yeah. different thing. Or if he had been making sexual advances, hey, Jada, I hear you're in an open marriage with your husband. Why don't you meet me in the back after oh, yeah. this? Those are different things. That's not what he said. He literally said the words Jada, G.I. Jane 2, I can't wait to see the movie come out. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all he said. No, I don't think it's condoned at all. But but I want to talk about the deeper, darker, and more real reason that this happened. Okay? It's not about what Chris Rock said. In fact, um, I'm going to say that what you saw last night was not Will Smith mad at Chris Rock. You saw Will Smith mad at Jada, and we're going to talk about how it doesn't matter how rich you are, how famous you are, what your status is, if your home is broken, nothing else matters. And I'm going to talk to you about what you actually saw last night is a truly broken man at the end of his rope. But before we go to that, we got to get into a sports all right, everybody, listen up. I want to bless you this month, okay? I want to bless you by paying off your mortgage for next month, okay? Um, what about producers? No. you're I don't not, count. You don't count because you're on the show. You All know right. how much I'd get sued if you won. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, Good Ranchers, okay, the company that saved This podcast from extinction, when we got demonetized on Facebook, is under severe attack from the radical left for supporting us, for supporting other conservative voices, and supporting free speech. I need every one of you right now to show your support for this 100% American beef company. I need you to go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham right now, and every single order this month, they're going to send me a list, and I'm going to pick two people, and I'm going to pay off your rent or your mortgage for next month, okay? Look, not only do you get 100% in America beef or chicken, you also support a conservative company and... I'm going to bless you and you have an opportunity to have your rent or your mortgage paid off next month. I know times are tough. I know that everybody is hurting, but so is this company that is trying to do the right thing. So I need everybody right now to go to goodrancherscom Graham and make an order today. Okay. So what am I talking about here? So as I said, the title of this episode is either going to be the slap heard around the world or will smith's marriage is open to everything except jokes so for those of you who don't remember about a year ago um jada has this really popular uh podcast or whatever it is and about a year ago she invites will smith on and i mean it was seen everywhere it's the most heartbreaking thing i've ever seen in my life um and i'm going to play you this four minute youtube consolation or 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 compilation that that they cut edit a lot of things uh and every once in a while they add like a like a sound effect but it's been seen millions of times and through the entire clip i mean will smith is broken like tears broken i have never seen this and the fact that jada did this to him like oh you know what would be a good idea for the ratings of my show let me bring you on, Will, and explain to you exactly how I have cheated on you multiple times, and how mm-hmm. not not only did I cheat on you, I connected with another man in a level that I never connected with you. And so, why is he still with her? So I'm going to play you the four and a half minute clip, and we're going to listen to it, and then I'm going to talk to you about the realities of this stuff here. Okay, so 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 here we go
3: on a hell of a journey with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's people's feelings involved.
1: Right. Right. You
3: know, mm-hmm. it's healing that needs to happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So what happened, Jada?
3: Okay. So I, a, I think it was about four and a half, four years ago, mm-hmm. um, started a friendship with August. Mm-hmm. And we actually became really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And it all started with him just needing some help. Mm-hmm. You know, me wanting to help his health, his mental state. And we found all those different resources, mm-hmm. you know, to help pull him through. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know, you and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. That particular point in time, it was indefinite.
1: Yeah. I really felt like we could be over. You yeah.
3: Know? No, and we were-, were over.
1: And then what did you do, Jada?
3: Well, you know, I think... From there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement.
1: I think um, you need to say clearly what happened.
3: And I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. Hey, that's what I
1: said. An entanglement.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: A relationship.
3: Yes, it was yeah. a relationship. Absolutely.
1: We decided that we were going to separate for a period of time and you go figure out how to make yourself happy
3: i was in a lot of pain and i was very broken now in the process of that relationship i definitely realized that you can't find happiness outside of yourself Mm -hmm. and luckily enough you and i were also going through a process of healing in a much different manner Mm -hmm. i would
1: during that time launched into an interaction Mm
3: -hmm.
1: with August, what do you feel like um, you were looking for?
3: I just wanted to feel good. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: It had been so long Mm -hmm. since I felt
1: good. Mm -hmm. Husband, now I gotta be with you at the press conference (laughs) while you tell the world uh, about your transgressions. (laughs) Like I love, I love my baby. I'm gonna stand by my baby no matter what. You no, know,
3: I definitely, <laughs> I definitely understand mm-hmm. um, why it would look that way or feel that way. But I actually don't look at it as a transgression at all. Through that particular wow. journey, I learned so much mm-hmm. about myself mm-hmm. and was able to really confront a lot of emotional immaturity, mm-hmm. emotional insecurity, mm-hmm. and I was really able to do some really deep healing. Mm-hmm was really a joy to just help heal somebody. Wow.
1: Cuz I wasn't sure I was ever going to speak to you again. I know, I know. Yeah. Like the fact that I'm speaking to you again is, is a <laughs> is a miracle. I want to go through this no more.
3: Yeah, no. I don't yeah, either.
1: Yeah. I'm going to get you back first and then
3: you're going to get me back. I think you've got me back. <laughs> I think you've <laughs> I think we're good on that, okay? <laughs> okay. I wish, you know, I wish that wasn't the case. <laughs> I do. Absolutely. I wish yes,
1: that sir. wasn't the hey, case. I sure wish it could be all magic and miracles. Yeah. Okay, that might. that's probably true. That's you probably
3: know, true. but, um, and I don't think it's about getting anybody back.
1: No, for me it is.
3: Okay. Um, I'll give you that petty <laughs> if that's what you want. <laughs> Um, but you know, I will definitely say Mm -hmm. it's just part of it. Yeah. You know, if you expect to be with somebody for a lifetime,
1: 25 years and counting,
3: Mm. we ride together, we we die die together, together. bad Bad marriage for
1: for life.
0: life. (laughs) What? Is that not the most and and like I said, like all the awkward pauses are cut out of that? Like that's why you hear all the jump cuts and stuff. Like they they pretty much cut out all the long pauses of Will Smith like trying to compose himself. And the thing that sticks out to me that the most is how non remorseful jada is like even says it was a joy actually and she doesn't consider it transgressions at all and then will smith admits that he has done the same thing um and then they go at the end bad marriage for life but 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 the difference is in the looks on their faces so she is like radiating throughout that entire thing and will smith is just I mean, well, you can even hear it in his voice. Like his voice is, is audibly different. And he is, I mean, it was a man trying to hold it together. Like, like it, it was, it was in, it was insane. And so the backstory of all this, first of all, Will Smith's son has gone off the deep end. Um, His daughter, same thing. Now he's got this transgressional marriage that now is, they just, you know, it's an open marriage and they call it bad marriage for life. And so what you actually saw last night was just a culmination of what a truly broken person looks like. And, and, and it manifested, and it's funny how these things manifest, right? It manifested on the night that was going to be Will Smith's biggest night as an actor. I mean, he won the Oscar for mm-hmm. Best Actor. I mean, that's like the pinnacle of what you can do yeah. as an actor, win an Oscar. And on the night that he actually won it, he disgraces himself. By behaving like a emotional lunatic with no self-control. And, you know, we've talked about how the elites operate on a, on a different set of rules, which was displayed last night because <clears throat> the rest of us would have been in handcuffs. But, but beyond that, what you saw, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what I want to talk to you about here. Some of you right now are in similar situations. Some of you right now are in open marriages. You're in throuples. Your marriage is on the brink of divorce. Some of you have paperwork filed. Some of you are sleeping on your friend's couch right now, or some of you, your husband has not been home in months. Some of you know the hurt that Will Smith and so many people are dealing with right now and, and, and use What happened last night to affect a change a different way? Because Will Smith has all the fame in the world. He has all the money in the world. He has all the status in the world. Will Smith can literally do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants to do it. But the pain and the heartbreak of his family not being okay makes all the rest of that stuff absolutely worthless. On a night where, as an actor, he achieves the pinnacle point of winning an Oscar, the only thing that showed was a broken man who was at the end of his rope sitting next to a woman who is his wife of 25 years that not only are they in an open marriage with each other i mean honestly at this point i think it depends on who you ask i think jada is like oh yeah you know what i mean we have an open marriage and we've been together for 25 years and you know we've had to do what we've had to do to to become better people will smith doesn't really seem to agree with it the same way no Um, but you know, they've been together for 25 years. I mean, to be blunt, she probably, if they were to get divorced, she'd at least take half of everything he has, (coughs) you know, both their kids are grown and crazy, but grown. What, what, what else does the man have left? Right? So you, so you have to imagine what their home life is like. Mm -hmm. what their day-to-day is like i would imagine it's very lonely i mean will smith has put out a bunch of movies he did the geography uh national geographic documentary where he was obviously gone for (laughs) half a year filming all this stuff what kind of relationship does he actually have with this woman probably none is the truth they show up together in big filmed events but that's probably it Because they're broken. Their marriage is broken. His life is broken. And I'm not justifying anything. Should not have done what he did. However, what I'm trying to drive home to you today, some of you right now feel like there absolutely is no hope. You're just not famous. You feel the same way that this person does. You're just not famous. Some of you are in an open marriage because you think that's going to make you happy, but you're just not famous. Some of you are in this new trend called thruple, where it's just understood that there's a third person involved in the marriage or the relationship. And you're not happy, but you're just not famous. Some of you are on the brink of divorce. You've talked to the lawyers. You've given up but you're just not famous, so nobody knows about it. Some of you literally got off your best friend's couch just this morning to go to work, but you're just not famous and nobody knows about it. And some of you woke up in an empty bed, had to get your kids ready for school, and you have no idea when their dad is coming home, but you're just not famous and nobody knows about it. So use Will Smith's breakdown. As a life lesson, both men and women, let me explain it to you like this. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how famous you are. It doesn't matter what your status is. If your home is not okay, none of it matters. Listen to me. Open relationships do not work. Your soul Mm -hmm. decays. Thruples do not work. Your soul decays because that is not the way that it is supposed to be and deep down you know that Mm -hmm. those of you who are separated okay and obviously we're not talking about domestic abuse and all this other kind of stuff like everybody wants to think, well what about this you know what i'm talking about shut up those of you that are separated because you just can't figure it out Or, ooh, he don't treat me good enough and I can find somebody better. Or, oh, she don't sleep with me enough and I can find somebody better. Too bad, you said I do. For better or for worse, those aren't just words. Listen to me right now. Go home. If that is you, men, and you are sleeping on a couch or in a hotel room or whatever, go home. Ladies, if you're not home, go home. Ladies, if your man is gone and he wants to come back home, let him come home. Get in counseling. Work it out. Because if someone like Will Smith, the elite of the elite, can allow their life to unravel to a point that it leads to physical violence, on a national televised stage that is the Oscars. <clears throat> Do you think you're immune? This guy's got it all. Mm-hmm. Money, fame, status. Everybody knows who's, who Will Smith is. Up until that moment last night, I would argue to say that most people loved Will Smith. <clears throat> but it's because his marriage wasn't okay that you saw a broken man last night because nothing is more important than your home and you must protect your home and your family at all cost some of you that may mean you got to give up some stuff some of you that may mean you need to move Some of you, that may mean you need to start fresh somewhere else. Some of you, that may mean uh, you need to go back to a flip phone and not have a smartphone anymore to where you Mm -hmm. can communicate with people. I don't know what your situations are, but I do know this. Your family, in the end, is the only thing that matters. I had a pastor that I was talking to. uh, Like I said, I was speaking at a men's breakfast, and then he preached, and he said, you know, he's been to a lot of deathbed confessions A lot. He's been preaching for 45 years. He's been to a lot of deathbed confessions. And he said, You know, the one thing that I've never heard I wish I made more money, or I wish I would have been more famous, or I wish I would have had more status in the world. Every single person, when it is their final minutes and they know it, they all say the same thing I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I wish I wouldn't have left. I wish I would have made it work. I wish I would have loved them more. So, that's all we have for this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, for those of you who need to hear it, listen to me right now. Get off your butt and go home. Get off your butt and let them come home. Get your butts in marriage counseling and fix your family, because that is the most important thing. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Dear America podcast, and we'll see you all again next time.